Hello, everybody. It's Dave Neal, stand-up comic and host of Bachelor Nation News. All of your entertainment in one spot here on June 20th, 2023. That's right, the day before summer solstice, longest day of the year. And we have a lot to get into on today's Bachelor Rush Hour. All right, no time to waste. No time whatsoever to waste. We have a missing Titanic submarine with live updates. The submarine has less than 40 hours of breathable air left. The submersible that vanished two days ago while carrying five people to the wreckage site of the Titanic has about 40 hours of breathable air left, a U.S. Coast Guard spokesman said in a briefing. This is a wild and tragic story. The Coast Guard... Uh, has searched 7,600 square miles of the Atlantic Ocean since Sunday. And they said to date, those search efforts have not yielded any results. We're going to get into this story a little bit right now. I'm also going to share some entertainment news. What Kelly Osborne said about Prince Harry, it's not pretty, if you ask me, very entitled. Uh, some other news in the country world, plus Caitlin Bristow announces the end of her partnership, not with Jason Tartik, but with her scrunchie company. And she also had Charity Lawson on her show. And guess what? I just recorded this week's Drive with Dave, and that's right, it's featuring one of the greatest villains of Bachelor Nation history, Corinne Olympios. Yeah, lots of fun. Lots going on out there. Uh, got a lot of content. I'm going to be jamming down your throats. Please do me a solid if you haven't already. Uh, rate the podcast if you like the hustle. I, I'm telling you what, I got up at 6 a.m. to get my videos done so I could get my Starbucks ready to bring to Corinne. Uh, if you're wondering what type of Starbucks she likes, I always like to share people's Starbucks order. She uh, got a venti uh, iced espresso, shaken espresso with five espresso shots, cinnamon powder on top and almond milk. And that my friend is one recipe to fly away. Uh, I went, I go with a grande, uh, shaken espresso venti. I just can't commit to the venti. That's a whole, like, like the, the effort of holding on to a venti, that is, I mean, you got to be on a long road trip for that. All right, but anyway, let's do it. I'm going to cut the music and let's dive right into this story of the Titanic submarine. Uh, it actually ties its way back into the Bachelor world. Pilot Pete's mom as connected in one way or another. She said, please keep my friend Linda's husband Hamish in your prayers. He has gone missing on this quest. And I know some people are saying, oh, it must be nice to be an entitled rich person person to go into a submarine but you know uh we we have yet to explore the depths of our oceans i mean who knows what's down there maybe there's an alien base down there who knows said, but seriously i'm bet you know i don't mean to make light of this story because this is like i said it's either a tragedy or it's a, a heroic story but either way this story will be made into some sort of movie in the future. It reminds me of those tragic stories of the Chilean miners or the Thai children, the boys, the soccer team that was stuck. And by the way, if you haven't seen that, um, that mini series, I believe it's on Netflix. Unbelievable watching it. Unbelievable. But sadly, right now we are in the thick of it. So let's go to what uh, they had to say about how much time is left for them. So what we know is there's a sub, a submarine um, that was that is probably underwater, lost, and here's what the uh, what a Coast Guard representative has to say. How many hours of oxygen are left that you know of or that you can estimate right now so, on the submersible? And is it a pass? Does it have to be approved or regulated? Sure. So, so first of all, it's, it's an estimate, right? Because we know uh, from the uh, 
the, the data we were using uh, as a starting point was 96 hours. We know at this point we're approximately uh, about 40, 41 hours. 41 hours left. Yes. And does it have to be approved or regulated? Does it go through anything that you know of? Yeah, I'm not sure uh, of, of the exact technical uh, piece of that. We know there's about uh, there's about 40 hours of, of breathable air uh, left based on that initial report. Again, uh, that was just the initial report based on 96 hours uh, from when the vessel. Um, okay, and I'm look, I'm no expert here, but if they are stuck under the water, they need to be practicing the most. Uh, serene yoga you could think of. They need to get their blood, their heart rates down. They need to be breathing as little oxygen as possible. I can't imagine how hard that would be given the circumstances. But uh, we're we're learning a lot about this submarine. CBS Sunday Morning had a YouTube video five months ago. It's titled "A Visit to RMS Titanic," and apparently this is the same submarine that is lost right now went missing months ago. For this giant heart-shaped diamond on a chain. I think that's not there. <laughs> on our sixth day at sea, the weather cleared. The dive was a go. Titan sitting at 37.42 meters reports on bottom. But that was the last of the good news. And I said, do you know where we are? And what? and what and what we're looking at right now, and if you want to watch what I'm doing, we're on Patreon at patreon.com slash Dave Neal. But they are in, I'm talking like a tube. It looks like a can of beans that they're stuck in. It's a cylindrical submarine, uh, low lighting. They're cramped around. I mean, if you thought your uh, JetBlue flight was, uh, you know, economy seats were cramped, this is horrifying. 100 meters to the bow, then 470 to the bow. If you are lost, so are we. There's no GPS. He said, if you are lost, so are we. Or water. So the surface ship is supposed to guide the sub to the shipwreck by sending text messages. Turn 30 degrees. This sounds horrifying, guys. I'm learning this as you guys are. There's no GPS on the submarine. You're just supposed to send text messages. This is ridiculous. Probably you know, 30 degrees. But on this dive, communication somehow broke down. The sub never found the wreck. We were lost. We were lost for two and a half hours. Rush says he'll also... So they were lost for two and a half hours. Again, this is months ago. And now they've been lost for, what, 50 plus hours? For those passengers, a free do-over next year. And that's just one cost of doing this business. Are you making money on this operation? Uh, no. <laughs> so, not yet. People might say, hey, that's a lot of money, $250,000. Uh, but we went through over a million dollars of gas. It was our a million dollars of gas. Could you imagine getting lost in a submarine for three hours? And they say, hey, come back next summer. We'll let you go on it for free. I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to stick to the land. I'm going to go to the national parks. I'm going to drive in my safe car. Our last day at sea. There was one last chance to reach the Titanic. All right, so then they share their excursion. Again, this is this was months ago, a different story, but let's all, I mean, I don't know if you believe in prayer, collective, good energy, positivity, but let's hope these folks get out of this okay. A horrifying, horrifying story. We're going to be covering in here, and we got more entertainment news I'm going to get to right after a quick word from our sponsors. 
All right, and we have other entertainment news here. Morgan Whalen, am I pronouncing Whalen right? A country music star's two-year-old son, Indigo, rushed to hospital after being bitten in the face by mother KT Smith's dog. This is a terrifying story as well. Sorry, we'll get to some lighter stories after this, but uh, he's recovering after being bitten in the face. This is a nightmare scenario. Yesterday, my dog Legend bit Indigo in the face, and he had to have stitches. Smith, who dated Wallen from 2017 to 2019, revealed via her Instagram story. And we spent yesterday morning at the ER, and since then, we have been looking for options, and I just couldn't bring myself to do what everyone else says and what you're supposed to do, which would be to put her dog down. She said the dog's not an aggressive dog. He's an angel, and I feel like he can read human emotions, and he just wants love and to be pet. If you're not petting him, he'll paw at you. He's a great guard dog. He'll sleep outside the bedroom door every night. Oh, how sad. What a sad story. I mean, look, it all comes down to like, you got to take care of your pets when it comes to having little people around here, your son. I mean, even if your dog's not aggressive, they're still animals. You got to make sure that they're not, that the kids aren't playing with the dog when they're being fed and all the other temperamental issues. But I wonder, I wonder if they'll put the dog down. What a sad story right there. All right. This is a little bit more gossipy. Kelly Osborne tells whining Prince Harry to suck it. An explosive Royals rant. Everybody's life was effing hard. She said, I love stories like like this because it already sounds like she's completely delusional to the issues Prince Harry has. As you guys know, I've been one of understanding for what Prince Harry is going through. No, no, I don't understand. My mom wasn't a princess, although she'll let you believe she was. Uh, we weren't hounded by paparazzi, but you can't imagine what he has to go through. For her to think as a as a quasi-reality TV star that what she's gone through in with the Osbournes is anything like what he has been put through, having his mom run off the road by paparazzi and killed is absolutely bonkers. Let's at least listen to what she has to say. King Charles and Queen Camilla. And by the way, this is on the I've Had It podcast with Jennifer Welch and uh, Angie Pumps Sullivan. Hit it. You hit it? I'd hit it. It's new. It's different. Let them let them try it out. See what, what they can make of it. Definitely King Charles. I'm not... I don't know much about Camilla. I always thought she would remain queen consort. It's weird that she's queen. I think, I mean, he's loved her forever. He yeah. loved her before Diana. I know, and that's something that... He was forced. My problem with Charles is not Camilla. He's loved her forever. His family made him marry somebody differently. I agree with My that. My problem with Charles is you have a son. You have a son. I have a son. That's that. By the way, that's the fire alarm in there. That's the fire truck in their background, not mine. I don't care what my fucking son did. If I was getting crowned to be, he would sit in the very front row. Oh, I don't agree with that. All right. So we have the Americans siding with King Charles saying, I would have put my son in the front row. Of course, we know he and um, and I've got, by the way, not to name drop here, but I've met Jack Osborne and it took me several minutes of talking to him to realize it was Jack Osborne, which just goes to show that the Osbournes don't have the same celebrity that... Uh, Prince Harry has. If I were talking to Prince Harry, I think I would know I was talking to Prince Harry. And I think Harry hear. should be, should have been sent back. I think Harry is a fucking twat. Wow. <laughs> I do. I think he's. A, I think he's a fucking twat. He's a whining, whinging, complaining. Woe is me. I'm the only one that's ever had mental problems. His mom was murdered. Well, maybe not murder, but manslaughter at the very least. Uh, I cannot believe the 
and again, I, you know, maybe this is maybe this is due to the uh, media that exists in the UK that paints a different story. But I don't know, folks. The way I watch it, Prince Harry's just trying to protect his dang family. Like my life was so hard. Everybody's fucking life is hard. Yeah, you were true. the prince of that's a goddamn true. country who dressed up as a fucking Nazi, and now you're trying to come back as the Pope. Now, well, we're not going to defend his Halloween costume here, uh, but Harry has learned, and you know what lived in a vacuum, and has has learned and improved from a lot of the choices he made as a rebellious teen. But he's speaking truth to power. The power being this weird collusion that this weird royal family who what do they even do? Charity work, uh, socialized charity. They take the tax money and then they run balls and whatever. What do the UK people have? What is in the water over there? What are they drinking in their tea that's got them on? on such a wrong side of this issue suck it (laughs) no no it's a very strong case i love it i I think i mean you make such a great case in that colorful british no she doesn't make a good case they're being kind as the hosts but she doesn't make a good case at all she said we've all had it hard Well, you'd think she would empathize with all of the issues that Kelly Osbourne has had in her life with being in the spotlight, but instead she takes, okay, let's see if there's any more, any more idiocy from her. Accent and the twat. The twat. Which twat, what you said is past tense. Yeah, twat sounds like the past tense of twat to me. Okay. Twat. I mean, I'm going to start practicing. I'm going to go, King. I'm going to go. Uh, you made a very strong case. Thank you. I'm going to move over. Reconsider. I, I, to your side. I'm, I am. I'm going to join you. Okay. Oh, uh, what a flip flopper. Are you kidding me? All right. Put me in, coach. I'll talk to Kelly. Oh, oh, we've all had it hard. Really? You, you, you know what it's like to be a royal? Trash. Rubbish, if you ask me. That's rubbish. All right. We've got, uh, let's see here, a quick clip I'm going to play of Charity on Off the Vine. As you know, Entertainment News, Bachelor Focused, we just find different clips to play for you. Tomorrow, I'm going to go through this podcast with a fine tooth comb and give you all of the information. But here's Charity on Off the Vine. Or that listens to this podcast knows that I get hyped when people are 27. It's the best, oh my God. most pivotal year of Age. your whole life. So many, that's what I'm saying. I was like, so many changes were happening. And then, like, obviously, hopping into Zach season. Yeah. And then, like okay that didn't work out so yeah we'll see what's next and right. then i'm over here like don't know what's coming but then getting asked i was like absolutely like it has been the absolute best ride but yes. very very fast so oh. she says it's been the best ride charity season premieres on monday we'll be covering it with pre-episode and post-episode live streams dave how do you do it do, do you have artificial intelligence that covers driving with dave and live stream no i'm just losing my mind uh but no i'm in trust me guys when i say this the patreon knows i am investing in the channel we just made the largest purchase i've ever made in my life that is going to make driving with dave all the better but you're going to absolutely love Friday's episode. We, I'm going to have to blur, blur, bleep some of it out from what Corinne told me. I mean, it is wild. You guys are going to absolutely be seething, seething at the stories that Corinne Olympios has from her time in the Bachelor franchise. All right. Well, let's... Oh, and one last thing to speculate on before we get to our featured uh, video of the day here is that Jesse Palmer had posted a couple weeks ago a photo of him and his wife that said, the love of my life. Well, Charity Lawson responded and said, happy anniversary to a stunning couple. Enjoy your special day. And then Jesse Palmer replied with, at Charity Lawson, thanks, Charity. Can't wait for all of your anniversaries. 
uh, googly eyes. So does that mean, and by the way, whenever I ask a question we don't know the answer to, we like to use our X-Files music, but uh, hold on, we don't have it ready. Does that mean that Charity Lawson has found love and has anniversaries coming up? We'll have to see. We will have to see. Well, before we get into our featured story of the day, which is Caitlin Bristow and the company that she has uh, quit, uh, uh, her scrunchie company, uh, we will take a quick word from our sponsors. Be right back right after that. Caitlin Bristow had posted this. Let's just read what she posted here. This is her uh, end of an era post for her scrunchy company. Uh, f- she posted this from Do Edit. Do Edit is her scrunchy Instagram account. And by the way, after this, I'm going to share the photo that Jason posted for her birthday. By the way, happy birthday, Caitlin Bristow. Uh, we're like the same age. I guess I'm a couple months older. She just turned a 38 years young. And she says, hi, my scrunchy gang. Caitlin here coming at you with a flood of emotions today. Can you believe it's been five whole years since I launched Do Edit and unleashed the Scrunchy Gang into the world. Time flies when you're having scrunchy-filled fun. You see, it all started with my deep-rooted love for scrunchies. Seriously, they're amazing for countless reasons. But it quickly became so much more than that. Along the way, I've had the incredible pleasure of getting to know so many of you, hearing your feedback, and creating products with all of you in mind. It's been a wild, exhilarating journey, to say the least. Launching Do Edit was my first leap into the world of entrepreneurship, and let me tell you, I've learned more than I could ever have imagined. The thrill of going live with our edits and seeing them sell out in a flash, nothing beats that feeling of excitement and relief. It's a memory that will forever be etched into my heart. But today, on the special due anniversary, I have some bittersweet news to share. Brace yourselves, my scrunchy gang, because this will be the last edit for now. I know, I know, it breaks my heart to even think about it potentially being the end forever, but I've come to realize that I've stretched myself a little too thin, and it's time to refocus. You see, the ultimate commitment has always been to pursue endeavors that fulfill me, and more more importantly, bring value to my amazing Vinos, 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 and scrunchy gang. And as much as it pains me to say it, continuing to produce scrunchy Crunchies just doesn't align with that vision anymore. We've covered the entire color spectrum, and I want to ensure that we're not just adding more of the same, but truly bringing value to our lives and our environment. So fear not, my dear scrunchy enthusiast. You have an impressive collection of scrunchy colors to last you through endless outfit rotations. And who knows? The scrunchy gang may make a triumphant return in the future. But for now, let's celebrate all the memories we've made together. Cherish the scrunchy-filled journey we've embarked upon, and keep spreading that scrunchy love far and wide. So there it is, folks. And of course, I think first of all if you're going to dabble into entrepreneurship the scrunchie is a great option i mean you know what is it what what is a scrunchie involved some some uh material um some elastic and uh is that it is that what else belongs in a scrunchie either way i it's you know it's not too often i use a scrunchie i used to have a ponytail we remember those days uh but uh, uh but uh, anyway uh, good for her and she's obviously focusing more on the um the world of uh, the the world of the wine. So here she is with Spade and Sparrows. Obviously, Spade and Sparrows, one hundred forty seven thousand followers. Versus, I mean, yeah, there's only so many scrunchies you can sell here. So if we go to do edit here. Their Instagrams. Oh, it's still pretty big. 127,000 followers there. So here's a video from her uh, scrunchy line. Um, happy birthday to the scrunchy queen, Caitlin Bristow, a shining star in every room. So they wished her a happy birthday. And um, who knows? Who knows? I mean, look, if you're uh, making money, you're making money. Maybe maybe um, you would think the returns would be high on scrunchies. What do you sell a scrunchie for? Nine bucks? What does it cost to make? 50 cents? I mean, I don't know. How do, how do they do these things? Um, anyway, Spade and Sparrow um, has hit the Costco in Arizona. So clearly she's got all of her attention into the Spade and Sparrow market. 
Here's her photo in front of a Costco wholesale. If you want to buy the wine, you got to buy a crate of 90. You have to buy 90. No, I'm kidding. Um, she said, my dreams are all coming true. If you haven't gone to Costco on a Friday night and ate a bunch of samples and a $1.50 hot dog for dinner and then left with a kayak you had no intention of purchasing, you haven't lived yet. Arizona, come on down next Friday night to stock up on Spade and Sparrows and get your bottle signed. Take some cute selfies and hang with me. Uh, oh, and on Fridays, we wear pink. Pretty please wear your best rosé-inspired look because you know you're going to end up on the gram. P.S. Don't worry about having a Costco club membership. In the state of Arizona, you're not legally required to have one for alcohol purchases, but you should definitely get one because this place is legit. Yeah, the same in California. You should check what state you're in. Uh, but in California, if you want to buy, I believe, anything that's medical, like uh, eyewear, eyeglasses, or alcohol, you don't need uh, the membership. I don't know the exact reason for the rule. Probably because it's considered essential. Alcohol, of course, essential because if you are um, an alcoholic, you could actually die if you don't get your alcohol. So I, I, I'm, not, I'm not making any judgments there. That's just one of the reasons why liquor stores stayed open during the pandemic. Okay, so there she was, her wine label. At Costco in Arizona next week, so I'm here to do some market research and have free lunch. Come on, let's go! Smell the samples from here. What do we got here? Oh my god. I'm like DJ Khaled. Another one. I think I know who you are. You do? I'm gonna give you a hug. She said, I know who you are, but didn't say who she was. I know you I know you from someplace. Another one. Is it just me or does everybody come here for lunch on a Thursday? Costco's all like, hey, you like look, everyone talks about these Costco hot dogs. I'm here I'm here to tell you Costco pizza. A pepperoni, a slice of Costco pepperoni pizza will leave you on your back for all the right reasons. Uh, Clayton says, congrats, Caitlin. I'll have to break my Walmart loyalty for a day just to come support. Hot diggity dog. Joel Fletcher says, way to go, babe. So yeah, this is a, this is a big deal, obviously. She's in Target, Walmart, and now Costco. I mean, talk about wholesalers uh, as, far as, uh, as far as getting your brand out there. Pretty big deal. And she's getting all the support in the world from fiance Jason Tartik. Of course, a lot of fans with not much to do in the offseason have been wondering where they are. They're checking their flight schedules. Well, he flew east and she flew west, and they o- they only spent 99 minutes together on this holiday, you know, whatever. So here's a photo for them this past weekend at the CMA Fest, and Jason Tartik says, happy birthday to this beautiful queen. You're the best of the best. And then she responded with a heart. And then we could look into the heart. What does the heart mean? You know, that type of thing. I know. But we're happy for her on the birthday. I mean, can you, can you imagine? I know people think I'm going to be pimping for Caitlin here. Uh, not much else to talk about right now. But can you imagine the pride that must exist? Um, like, like say, if you're Caitlin's dad or something. To think that you're, to think that you could spin. I mean, just a few short years ago, you have to remember, she was working in a restaurant, right? She was the lady of a hockey player. She was sent to Europe to live with him. She had no financial freedom because she couldn't work in another country. And then there she was, just sort of uh, that relationship ended. What do I do next with my life? And then all of a sudden, she's on The Bachelor. And then a few years later, she makes it onto The Bachelorette, becomes gets voted in as The Bachelorette. That goes as it goes. She has a tough breakup and 
uh, creates her podcast and throughout creating the podcast meets her. I mean, this could almost be like a biopic, right? And now she's becoming like a boss lady uh, as far as the wine community is concerned. And good for her living her dreams. And, you know, you can say the same for Jason. They've both really taken an opportunity and hit it on top of the head and bludgeoned that opportunity and squeezed all the life and blood out of that opportunity. And I, I say we all should be taking notes. Okay, and as I make this podcast, I'm not kidding when I say this is up to date. Moments ago, I found a story to uh, to continue the Titanic rescue. Brit billionaire. So there's a passenger on this on this uh, you know uh, Titanic uh, submarine, uh, the one that's missing right now that we're looking for with 40 hours left. Titanic, and this is I mean talk about a a uh, Sophie's choice. British billionaire's passenger. St- and by the way, could we get Kelly Osborne on that submarine instead? Can we do a trade? Uh, I'm joking. Uh, British billionaire's passenger's stepson attends Blink-182 show during rescue mission. So, again, I don't know the relationship between the stepson and the British billionaire. I don't really. Maybe they sent the kid off to boarding school and they have no... I have no idea. But this is on TMZ. The clock's ticking for rescuers to find the five people missing on a sub aimed at exploring the Titanic wreckage, but that's not stopping the stepson of one of the passengers from enjoying his favorite band, Blink-182. British billionaire export Hamish Harding is among those on board Ocean Gate Expedition's Titan, a carbon fiber submersible. Harding's stepson, Brian, posted about Harding's disappearance on Facebook Monday, writing, Hamish, my stepdad, is lost in a submarine. Thoughts and prayers that the rescue mission will be successful. Um... Just a few minutes after posting about the rescue mission, Brian reveals he was attending a Blink-182 show in San Diego, posting a picture of himself outside the venue. Clearly recognizing some people might take it the wrong way, Brian writes, It might be distasteful being here, but my family would want me to be at the Blink-182 show, as it's my favorite band and music helps me in difficult times. Hey, look, I mean, I'll, I'll be honest. I don't mean to be the, cr- the contrarian here, but... I kind of feel for the stepson here. It's his favorite band. What the hell is he supposed to do? He's in San Diego. Is he supposed to fly to Cape Cod and take a you know a tuna fish boat out to the uh, open oceans? I mean, I kind of like what, damned if you do, damned if you don't. What I would have done if I were him, or not post that I was at the concert. You know what I mean? Just you know all the small things. Um, uh, whatever. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, that's gonna do it for us. Just a little bonus content at the end. I'll be back tomorrow. We got so much content to get to on this barrel scraping week. Thank you so much for sticking around y'all have been fantastic i gotta go uh, work on my edit for this friday's uh driving with dave but uh gotta tell you if you want to hear the big news on what i bought and what my investments were for this channel just go to patreon.com slash dave neal and get all the behind the scenes content let me just put it this way for driving with dave this week i will be bringing back the bleep button there was a lot said and not all of it can be shared so hear about it privately patreon.com slash dave neal all right fellow power listeners it's been a good one i've been dave neal this was bachelor rush hour